atmosphere is good today. I think the players are looking forward to the game. Uh, we all want the same thing, you know, we want success and we want the team playing the, the sort of vibrant football that we, we know they can. Results have to be better and certainly performances have to be better as well. We are here to represent Rangers and that comes with expectation to continue to win, try and finish the group in, in first position. position. The Bull Radio Football Show with Paul Kinney, Davy Proven and Chris Burke. With OPC Energy Limited, the renewable energy specialists. Call 0808 1717 700. Let's go, go, go. Good evening and welcome Rangers, as you know, in Poland against Lech Poznan, aiming to top Group D in the Europa League as Benfica play Standard Liège. So 5.55 kick-off there. We'll go to Rob McLean live in a moment. Celtic at home to Lille. Looking to salvage pride as they exit the tournament. A draw surely would be a good start for Celtic as they try to get back on winning ways. Sparta Prague are playing AC Milan, but that really doesn't matter. With me in the studio tonight, the former Rangers star Chris Burke, the former Celtic star Davy Proven. Chris, looking forward to it tonight for both teams, especially Rangers, in terms of a meaningful game this evening. Of course it is, yep. Match day six, it's, um, it's heating up now, isn't it? Uh, the two teams, I think, will probably look to be winning the match, um, expecting to win the match. So it's that's the thing, it's who is going to finish top spot. And Davy, Rangers, uh, really, you hear Stephen Gerrard, he wants to be top dog tonight they want to win that group yeah yeah I mean winning the group uh, allows them to avoid the teams coming out of the Champions League like Manchester United and Ajax so it's important that Rangers do that uh, and for Celtic it's important they find a bit of spark that we've been talking about that elusive spark that might just kick start the season I mean five games at home you have to go back to the 50s late 50s the last time that they didn't win in five at home yeah I mean it's it's Beggar's belief, you know, when you look at the, the, the record book stretching back that far. But, um, you know, can, can Neil Lennon find that, that's something that, that he's been missing so far? And Chris Burke, you'll be facing them on Sunday. You'd rather they find that spark tonight? That's what I was ready to say, Dave. Uh, there. I'm hoping yeah. it's the week after. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, they can, they can find a spark tonight if they want, but I'm hoping they don't find a spark in the match on Sunday. It'll still be a difficult task for us. It's very, very much, as much as you say, you know, haven't won in five at home, you know, it's still going to be very difficult for us to get a result. But if we take a few of the St. Johnson players from last week, then that'll be that'll be good for us, wasn't it? Because they were yep. terrific against Celtic. Yep, Chris Burke, Davy Proven, and with me, Paul Cooney. Rob McLean is with us too. Later, we're going to be remembering Paolo Rossi, uh, the Italian superstar who scored so many amazing goals, not least in the the Cup Finals, the World Cup Final of 1982. But that's coming shortly. We've got news now from Lech Poznan against Rangers on BT Sport tonight, and delighted, it's our own Rob McLean who'll be commentating. Good evening, Rob. Hi Paul, how are you? Yeah, good. How are you feeling uh, for the match tonight? And uh, yeah. you've, you've got the news, yeah? Yeah, look at, looking forward to it, Paul. And uh, well, we were expecting uh, we were expecting a few changes from Stephen Gerrard tonight. I'm not sure we were expecting seven changes mm-hmm. uh, to the Rangers team, which won in Dingwall on Sunday, of course, to stretch their Premiership lead to 13 points. Um, um, Barry was in the studio last night, and I guess we were maybe thinking four or five changes. But seven, uh, well, that, that does take me a little bit by surprise, I would have to say. 19-year-old Nathan Patterson makes his first start of the season. It's only his second start of any sort uh, for Rangers. So he replaces the captain, James Tavernier, at right back. Uh, the South African, uh, Bongani Zungu, well, we expected, we knew he was going to start tonight. So he starts for only the second time in his brief Rangers career. Uh, John McLaughlin 
replaces Alan McGregor in goals. McGregor, of course, who's just beaten Barry's uh, European appearances record, so he drops out and uh, McLaughlin comes in. And there's a rare chance for Swiss striker Cedric Eaton to lead the attack for Rangers tonight. So here's how they're going to line up. Uh, John McLaughlin in goals, Nathan Patterson, Conor Goldson, Leon Balogun, and Borna Barisic uh, comes back into the team because, of course, Calvin Bassey played in Dingwall. Uh, Zunu and Kamara and Arfield. Uh, and then in terms of the attacking three, it looks as if it's going to be Aribo and Haji, either side of Cedric, Eaton, uh, the main striker. So, uh, Chris Burke, David Proffer, what are you thinking about that? Yeah, well, I, I know you were saying you were um, a little bit surprised at the amount of changes, but the thing is, I think it's still a strong team, isn't it? Um, it's great to see young Patterson's getting a chance at European stage as well. And they players, most of them as well, all of them deserve a chance to be playing. Um, I think maybe he's maybe changed about seven, uh, Rob, maybe because of what's happened in Poznan. Uh, Poznan, sorry, the team obviously been said that they're focusing on the league. Uh, they'll have to change the structure of their team and play fringe players as well. So maybe Stephen Gerrard's took that into equation. Yeah, well, I mean, they, they played an almost completely different team uh, at the weekend on Sunday. They won their game 4-0 against an opposition that I'm definitely not going to try to pronounce, <laughs> but it would be a pretty high-scoring scrabble, to be honest. Um, you know, they, their team from match day five to that one was almost completely different. And then they've made another six changes uh, going into the team tonight. So they are they're pretty unpredictable. Obviously, they've lost four out of five. Of their, of their Europa games uh, in the group. And e- even though they've won their last two domestic Polish league games, I think they've won four out of 11. Um, they're in mid-table. They're about 10 points behind Legia Warsaw, the leaders. So, so I think they're toiling in all respects. It's kind of difficult to know what you're going to get from them tonight. Is it going to be the last hurrah before they bow out of the Europa League? Or are they thinking about domestic at the weekend? Who knows? But for Rangers, I mean, the, the incentive is obviously there. To if, if they can win tonight, obviously they win the group. They're seeded going into Monday's draw. And even if they, they can uh, match Benfica's result tonight on the basis that Benfica weren't to win in Belgium against Standard Liège, that would be enough for Rangers to, to top the group uh, as well. Um, but, uh, Davey, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting team selection. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see how, for instance, somebody like Cedric Eaton reacts to getting a start on such a big stage Yeah, I mean I think if we're being brutally honest Rob, Rangers are less likely to win the section without their best players and Ryan Kent and Alfredo Morelos come into that category and, and for me it, it tells you not only do Rangers have a lot of football ahead of them in what remains of this month but it tells me that despite Stephen Gerrard suggesting otherwise the domestic league title is the one he wants more than anything yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think I think that that the the selection tonight does tell us that. And and as they're going into a draw, I mean these draws are something of a lottery anyway in terms of who you're going to pull out of the heart. Uh, certainly being seeded or get, you know gives you gives you a better chance of a of a better draw. But who knows? Once you're in among that last thirty two, uh, you take your chances. And and Rangers probably the the shape they're in at the moment would take their chances against just about anybody. The the final incidentally. Uh, the final of the Europa League will be played in Gdansk, which is only 190 miles away from Poznan, yeah. uh, where Rangers where Rangers are playing uh, tonight. It would be a nice thought for the Rangers fans to think that they might they might be uh, going back there later on in the season. That's a that's a tall order, 
But I think depending on the draw and what's what's not a tall order, we'd be going deep into the into the tournament. Yeah, Gdanskrob, of course, it was like Clydeside, wasn't it? The great shipyards there, Chris. Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah, you hear what Davy's saying there. Uh, the fact that seven changes. How surprised are you by that? And what indication is that what he thinks about winning this title at yeah, home? Obviously, the title um, is the more important one, but he's probably already reflected on that they have qualified. Um, so no matter we spoke about the, the opposition you want to avoid Champions League teams but no matter who you play in the last you know 32 it's going to be so difficult to get the result isn't it um, but I just think Stephen Gerrard, Gerrard's had a little bit I think about making more changes just because of the way Poznan's thinking is um, he did say the manager that he wanted to focus on the league himself um, as you said Rob they're 10 points behind so they'll focus on that and they've had a few injuries as well so um, no I think definitely Stephen Gerrard's changed a little bit more just because of that aspect Yeah I mean the, the Rangers achievement even to date is, is spectacular isn't it I mean the 11 points they have already in, in Group D beats anything Rangers have ever done before at this stage in the group stage of, of any of the European competitions and, and the, the 11 group goals they've scored so far is a club record, you know. So they, they are, they're notching up the, these records as they go along. Uh, the achievement is already there to have qualified uh, with a game to spare. Um, but sometimes in these last group games, you're never quite sure what to expect. Who knows about Benfica in Belgium? Yeah. Uh, what will their attitude be against Standard Liège? Anyway, we're going to find out in the in the course of, of the evening. But that is, is you know, certainly yeah. an eyebrow-raising Rangers team selection. Rob, are you about to interview the manager I for am. BT? Yeah. OK, yeah. We, be- we better let you go. What's your prediction then? Um, what? Uh, I'm, I'm going to go for a, a one-all draw. A one-all draw. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be I, I, I think it'll be 3-0 Rangers um, I know that's a big big ask but I just think the players that step in still know the structure um, no matter if it's seven changes I think they will be going for it as well just because they've got nothing to lose yep. um, and, and desperate to get a place in the team yep. and plus uh, yeah they've got something to prove but they, they've got nothing to lose because they've already qualified and I think they'll have to match a result like Benfica will Benfica beat Standard Liège 3-0 the last time so I think it'll be another you know 2 or 3-0 by um, Benfica so Rangers will be still looking to match that to try and top the group Rob we're going to let you go we'll ask Davy in a moment who's on with you tonight yeah. then is it Alec Ray? It's Italic Ray on the co-commentary, so uh, let's hope for uh, some, uh, you know, because we're thinking about the coefficient as well. Of we're thinking yeah. about we're thinking about a couple of good results, hopefully, <laughs> for the Scottish teams uh, tonight to keep us, you know, in terms of the keep us on the on the up and in terms of the, the European rankings. So. Uh, I'll, I'll speak to you later. All Great. the best. Thank for the rest you. Of the show. Cheers, Rob. Thanks very much, Rob McLean. There, who'll be commentating tonight, uh, David. Prediction time is a wee bit yeah. early. I wasn't going to do it too early, but uh, I, I, think, if, else is I think if Rangers had their strongest team out, and I, I, I don't think they're anywhere near the strongest team, uh, I would have fancied Rangers away from home. I think it's becoming easier to play away from home in Europe these days. Um, not totally convinced about the side he's picked. Oh, I, I think I would have given Rob a, a draw tonight for Rangers. He was talking, though, beforehand about the strength in the squad and the hunger for trophies. 
Sure, the group from their experience of the last couple of years, we've definitely moved, um, progressed an awful lot. Definitely more confidence and belief amongst the group. Um, I think you know there's no one in the group that coming here with the attitude or the mentality, or we're already qualified, and this is just another game. People are desperate to play. The way they train this morning, everyone's really pushing for places in the team. It's great to see. The atmosphere is fantastic, and I'm sure the one are going to want to protect the, the unbeaten run that we're on at the moment. Yeah, it's an unbeaten run, Chris. Uh, huge night as well for Nathan Patterson. Yeah, no, it's great. Yeah. Um, obviously, at a young age myself, I made my debut for Rangers and what an experience it was. Um, what age were you? I think I was 18, 19, I'm not oh, sure. Yeah. It's that long ago, I can't even uh, remember, hardly. Dave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it's yeah. great, especially when it's a European, you get to, to test yourself against opposite. It's totally different the game than it is from um, in Scotland. So, no, it's great to see. I hope he does well. And especially if he's replacing Tavernier, he's got a lot to live up to, hasn't he, at this moment in time? Not half. Seven changes. 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. Rangers fans, if you want to call in and uh, wish them all the best or say what you think of that lineup for tonight, give us a call now. We're on the socials at Go Football Show or you can text Go plus your message to 87474. Paul Cooney with Chris Burke and Davy Proven on the show tonight and in a wee while somebody could be winning the four ball to be playing at uh, Mar Hall at the Great Earl of Mar course it's been uh, good fun this week so it's uh, you Chris against Davey tonight oh. and uh, yeah the listeners are, we're lining them up very shortly so yeah good. you love your golf I know that Davey have you, played, have you played that course yeah terrifically yeah. fabulous yeah. Uh-huh. Chris I'm absolutely rubbish at golf <laughs> snap yeah. sorry <laughs> well you have to play it regularly yeah you, yeah you do you have to practice you know yeah. what I went for lessons once but uh-huh. it just didn't work alright uh, so we've th- that's coming up soon on a night when Rangers remember kick off just over half an hour away to kick off these uh, have been some nights, Davey, haven't they? In the Thursday last week, you know, it kicks off. Celtic, Celtic go two up, yeah. and then you know, ends up four two. Big night tonight for Celtic. Let's hear from Neil Lennon. Then they're at home to Lille, and uh, this is what he was saying about the mood in the camp after you know another weekend where there were some uh, banners that you know we shouldn't see anywhere. But here's what Neil Lennon had to say: The atmosphere is good today. I think the players are looking forward to the game. Uh, we all want the same thing, you know, we want success and we want the team playing the, the sort of vibrant football that we, we know they can. But we aren't unaware that results have to be better and certainly performances have to be better as well. The players are aware of that. We want them to go out and express themselves a lot more than they probably have done in the domestic games. But you look at them in Milan, you know, for the first 20, 25 minutes they were breathtaking. So it's not as if they can't replicate that sort of performance over and over again. Davey, what's your thoughts on what's been happening in the last week and uh, the last few weeks uh, with Celtic? Well, I, I do think supporters have the right to protest, providing they do it in the right way. And some of the banners, I think, have crossed the line. I think Neil Lennon was quite right to point that out. But protest itself... I think should be the right of supporters. Um, I'm watching a, a documentary at the moment on Francesco Totti, the great uh-huh. Roma player. And, you know, when Roma w- would lose a, a derby match, the, the training ground was stormed with supporters the, the following yeah. day. So, yeah. you know, it, we think it, we think it's, it's really um, outrageous in, in Scotland to see that, but it's not unusual in other parts of the football world. Certainly, I would hope that they tone it down a bit but they've every right to make their opinions now. Do you what? think, David, that it's just because you can't get fans in that it's been more highlighted might now? Be. Yeah. It might be. Yeah, it might be. Yeah, I do think so. I think, especially for the players as well, obviously, when when you have banners up in the, the stadium, it will be highlighted, but maybe not as much. Um, so I definitely think that that's maybe a factor. Yeah, I mean, I would remind people that without protest and without, um, without dissent, 
the, the family dynasties at Celtic would never have been removed and it was through proper protest that the new regime of Fergus McCann and Brian Dempsey managed to get into the club in the first place. And looking to the match tonight, David, what do you think needs to change for, you know... The... Defending. Yeah. Defending. I mean, to go two up against Milan and could have been three, could have been out of sight by half-time yep. um, had they defended better. And that that's the great imponderable for, for me, how Celtic can defend so poorly. You know, international standard players who are defending like, I was going to say, a, a Sunday yep. League side up. And, and at times the defending has has beggar belief. They they have to stop leaking cheap goals. Yeah, well, hopefully that happens on Sunday as well. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, yeah. I think the psychological aspect of football is just so important now. It's just tactics is like a given. Um, to try and get the best out of each and individual now is so hard. Um, as Neil Lennon said, you know, he's trying to maybe change the culture a little bit, um, lacking in confidence. Uh, so I don't know if that's maybe a factor on on why they are leaking goals um, as a team collectively can they then rally together and just stop the ball going into the back of your net as we watched there last uh, Thursday I think it was David were Celtic were on top you know they were looking comfortable and you said they should have had the game dead and buried yeah. um, it should have been more than two and then it's just when they lose that one goal it seems to be a little bit of a panic um, and it seems to be nobody then keeps their structure so they could even get in at 2-1 it would have still been a um, to regroup but at 2-2 then obviously it ended up 4-2 just because of the two goals that in Milan started drawing in the second half Yeah, I mean, I mean the, the supporters I'm not saying that they're not caring about Europe, but the league title to Celtic fans this season is everything. And in terms of the league, they're on the high wire now. They can't afford one slip. They're running out of time. We're hearing the same thing week in, week out from Neil Lennon. You know, that, that the, the atmosphere and training is good yeah. uh, and they just need to find something. They're running out of time. We've got to find it quick. Seven games to go. Lille tonight, uh, I, I guess they, they don't want a heavy defeat, though, would they? That would be bad psychologically. for. No, I mean, yeah. it, I think, obviously, they, they want a performance. Yeah. I, I don't think the result is necessarily the BL, yeah. BL and end all tonight. He'll want a performance and he'll want a right good defensive performance and a clean sheet. And the run is Kilmarnock at home, as we well know, on Sunday. Hearts, the cup final on the 20th. Ross County at home, who damaged uh, Celtic just 10, 11 days ago. Hamilton away on the 26th, the Boxing Day. Dundee United at home on the 30th. And then that match with Rangers. So we'll ask what you think of that. And what do the fans think? But for Celtic fans, I guess, tonight it is the football. What is going to happen? Celtic playing at uh, 8 o'clock tonight. Uh, more about Rangers just after this. The Bull Radio Football Show. Monday to Friday, it's the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. Paul Cooney in the studio with two Scotland players of the past, David Proven and Chris Burke. And they know Kilmarnock and Celtic well, who will meet this weekend on Sunday at Celtic Park and Rangers will be at Dundee United Rangers 13 points clear 25 games unbeaten as they go into the match tonight against Lech Poznan so many records I see Stephen Gerrard lost uh, he lost one thing this year it was last night I see it was Mo Salah who broke his European record of goals in the Champions League phenomenal record for Stephen Gerrard to have and what a player to overtake you yeah of course and I think Stephen Gerrard's one of these iconic players that probably deserved a little bit more in the game Um Definitely for trophies wise, the sort of standard a player he was, um, fantastic midfielder. So he's looking to do that now as a manager, isn't he? It's phenomenal though, isn't it? Just two Champions League wins, and I'm saying just ironically, isn't it? He won the European Cup twice. It's amazing. I take Chris's point. He didn't ever get the title at home. 
No, it's amazing. Came so close, of course. Yep. Um, that famous slip against Chelsea, yep. but uh, doing a terrific job in Europe for Rangers. And that, that for me, is the environment that will have people, particularly in England, sitting up and taking notice of Stephen Gerrard. Rangers fans, if you're just tuning in, we gave you Rob McLean on, he gave us the team first. So John McLaughlin is in tonight. Chris, we've got, I know you'll tell us how you think they'll line up. There's Patterson, so it's Nathan Patterson, 19 years old, uh, his first full game this season. Goldson, Balogun and Barisic. Arfield, Zungu, Kamara, Aribo and Hadji with Itan up front. Uh, Chris, is that how you see Rangers line up tonight? Yeah, it's going to be the standard 4-3-3 three, yeah. three formation, isn't it, for Rangers? The ever-present, yeah. the consistency that they've got there, no matter who comes in, you know, they, they, they just replace. So, no, I think Hadji's obviously had a couple of good games in Europe as well, so he's been out of the frame a little bit, a little bit so he'll be looking to prove a point. I can't, can't be happy, Chris, he can't be happy. You know, he got his big move to Rangers, they turned the loan into mm-hmm. a permanent he must have thought he was going to be at the heart of that team this season and it's not happened for him yeah it's, it's not it just seemed as I said I think I said it last week you know you tend to get that high when you're with the old firm and then you have a little bit of a lull and then the expectation levels rise um, and you get competition you know you've you've got you've got Kent and you've got Arebo, Um, you know you've got these players that will just challenge the challenge the likes of Hadji um, so you know he's he has done well at the beginning and he won't be happy but he's, now he's got time to, to make his point and get back on the score sheet and have a couple of assists they, they don't really play with a number 10 as such now, now the Rangers do they I mean Hadji for me is an out and out 10 yeah you know it's difficult because when you're a number 10 you like to see the whole periphery of the game and um, when you're on the side of the pitch you just see you know what you see you don't see it to the, the same side if you're playing on the right hand side you don't see anything to the right of you so I will probably see him drifting in and probably playing with an Eaton more as a 10 and then you'll maybe see the likes of Arfield running in behind creating that space for Hadji I think maybe you'll see that a lot of where Arfield will run in for Hadji to create the space and maybe Aribo as well Arfield's been terrific for Rangers this yeah. season I must say yeah. absolutely and he was a free as well and if you ever think about it Huddersfield let him go for nothing and he went on trial at Burnley and then from ever since then he's just kicked on um, 32 years of age and he's still showing it Scotland let him go as well yeah I know Scotland could have had him he was desperate (laughs) to play for Scotland and ended up playing for Canada because we didn't want him I bet he's I bet he (sighs) was wishing of a player of his stature now eh? Phenomenal. Stephen Gerrard's record is superb in Europe as a player and as a manager. Uh, and despite seven changes, Chris, uh, why do you feel so confident that Rangers will get a few goals and, and probably top the section? I just think, as you said, this these match day sixes, because they're out and there's nothing to play for, I'd, and and he's changed a lot the uh, the Poznan manager and, the, and I and I did read about him wanting to focus on the league that. I just don't think that Poznan will be fully focused on this game and Rangers are um, and Stephen Gerrard said it's no matter who steps in you know they're all hungry for for getting that that number one spot um, it's going to be difficult I'm not going to lie it is going to be difficult I think Rangers if they do miss out it'll be by one goal um, no more than that Okay. The Scottish FA have been on in the last few minutes welcoming the news of the £30 million COVID relief fund to aid the recovery of our national sport. It's been announced by Scottish Government today. There's a £300 million, I think, has gone from the UK Government, £30 million here in Scotland, I think, mm-hmm. from Scottish Government, and the fund to be distributed via grants. Loans, I think, Davey, to the Premiership clubs, uh, and I think that's the bulk of the £30 million and £10 million or so, down the leagues from the championship down yeah. in football it, it, it's a welcome lifeline and long overdue but it's, it, it's not the solution the, the solution for me at the moment is, is drip feeding supporters back into the ground safely 
And if they can do it in England, uh, I just don't understand why we can't do it up here. Yeah, Neil Doncaster, I think, said, you know, it's like rubbing salt in the wounds when they've seen that um, the England fans are back in. Uh, I don't know if that was a little dig to Nicola, but um, I do agree. I'd love to see fans back. Um, but as much as it's great to get money and funding, uh, because clubs do need it, as Dave Cormack said you know clubs are struggling clubs will go down and he probably sees it with his own eye um, at Aberdeen um, redundancies will come uh, but this tells me Dave that, I, Dave that I just think that there won't be fans soon with this funding now uh, that, that, that's a message I think from the government to say that you're going to have to wait until next season I hope I'm wrong but I, I do think that's the case Well it, it looks like it because um, the, the First Minister I think yesterday said to, to people don't book a summer holiday so, <laughs> so it doesn't look as if we're going to get no. any supporters back in the grounds either all credit to Dave Cormack he's based on him. Atlanta yeah. Georgia took the, took the yeah. gloves off at long last and yeah. uh, and you know I just, I just wonder why it took the football authorities uh, and the SPFL ha- have fronted up here the, the SFA have done nothing the SFA have been lurking in the shadows hmm. uh, and at long last we, we've had Dave Cormack Brave enough to, to take the gloves off and, and put the politicians on the spot, not before time. Be good to see some of the other clubs coming out, uh, the leaders at the clubs, and talking about yeah. this. We're the national sport, football is. We're talking importantly about mental health, which is true. This mm-hmm. has been tough for everybody since March the 23rd, and we're not allowing people, you know, to football. There's no plan to get them yeah, back into the I think the that's the games. issue. I think that's the issue, Paul. I think yeah. there's just, they don't see a plan in place for the future. There's no solution, I think. You know, Dave Cormack said himself, you know, he just wants to have a meeting with them to, to plan what's going to happen. He's, he's trying to get a hold of them and he can't for months. Um, so I can see why, where the frustration lies. You know, what, you know, I think um, the, the National Clinical Director, Jason Leach, he, he was heard him saying that, you know, he spends more time on the radio rather than picking up his phone call. So yeah. that's what arguments are going to... I, I just don't know why they don't want to have a chat about, even if it's in the future, Davey. I, I just think, you know... I, I don't know what it is with yeah. these hierarchy people. Sometimes they just have a little bit of an ego, don't they? Well, J- Jason Leach's a top class professional, and you know who would want to be the politicians running any of the governments in this time? It's really tough. We know that, yeah. but um, we need a clarity. We need a pathway. Dave Cormack was on this channel. He was on Go Radio uh, six weeks ago, saying this, and I think other clubs haven't yeah. followed suit, Dave. Uh, so it's I, time would just, did. I would just like to hear Jason Leach's explanation. Mm. Why it's not safe to sit outside in a in a football stadium, socially distanced with a mask on? Explain that. Yeah, and plus, if you think about it, you know there's a a, a protest going on before the game yeah. on Sunday. Um, is that allowed? Because there'll probably be like three thousand people there, maybe protesting more or a little bit less. You know, in football environment, you'll have the social distancing correctly. Um, you'll have the two meter rule. Uh, you'll be outside, obviously, as well. And if you're telling me the protest is going to be a two metre distance, please wear your face mask um, and don't infect anybody by doing that, then I think you've got that wrong because there's no much difference from outside than it is from inside, is it? Okay, Professor Leach, we invite you to come on. You love your football, Jason. (laughs) Uh, You're working so hard. Come on the channel. Come on to go speak to Glasgow Zone, fastest growing radio station in the UK. We look forward to speaking. He did come on a couple of months ago. I know he's really busy, uh, but Jason, please come on in the next couple of days. Come on the show because we're so pro-football. We're pro, you know, look at Scotland's qualifying for the Euros. This is what people want. Look at the darkest of days here. Let's give them a pathway. Let's give them something to look for because we remember that rugby had almost a thousand people at Murrayfield back in what, August, September. Football, the maximum's 500 at Pachaudry. 
yeah, we need to move on this. 0808 17 17 700. What do you think? Uh, tonight, Rangers are just, what, 15, 20 minutes away from kickoff. The match in Lech Poznan. Uh, we're looking forward to that. And then Celtic at 8 o'clock tonight. What are Celtic fans going to get this evening? Um, what's going to happen over the next few weeks? Well, the boards are sticking with Neil Lennon and he's got uh, that. Is that sticking with him, Davey, by saying you've got, you know, into, into January? Do you think they're doing the right thing? And yeah. No, he's, he's uh, basically he's on probation again, isn't he? You know, it, it's not a long-term commitment to, to Neil Lennon. It's uh, let's see what happens in the next couple of weeks. It's, it's no more than that. And, you know, ahead of the game on January the 2nd, Celtic must win every single league game, no question about that. Is the league effectively over, or do you think they could fight back? I, 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 don't, I don't think the league is over. I mean, I mean, from what we've seen so far this season, yes, it is over. But... Things should change in football. It'll be interesting to see how Rangers react should they have a setback. And if Celtic can get their act together and apply a little bit of pressure on Rangers, then it could change. Chris? Yeah, I'm 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 fully on. I don't I don't think the league's over and probably two main reasons is uh, Celtic have I know they slipped up against St Johnson, but Celtic have a lot of home games coming up. You know, they have five home games, obviously one of them against Kamala, as I keep saying, um, and one away game bef- against Hamilton before they play Rangers. And S- Rangers are quite the opposite. They probably have, I think, four away games and they have, you know, one at home before they play Rangers. So it's going to be an in- interesting time before that old firm game. And also, there is two games still to be played for Celtic. You know, you could, if Rangers and Celtic do draw the old firm, it still goes to seven points. And you can't tell me in January if it goes to seven points that no team has a chance of catching um, the likes of Rangers it is at this moment in time if it does happen. Plus, then you got to look into the January uh, window, David. I think that'll be really important. It'll be in- I think it'll be one of the most interesting January windows uh, we'll have seen in a long time. Uh, how will Celtic react and how will Rangers react? Well, I mean, uh, I think if Celtic do win all the league games between now and, and January the 2nd and do win the old Firm game, then I think the Celtic board has to react by, by spending and bringing in some more quality. I think if Celtic were to lose a couple of league games and effectively the league would be over at that stage, I, I don't see Peter Lawwell loosening the purse strings at all and I certainly don't see Neil Lennon being there much longer. Do you think he's, they've come out and said that, David, because of the protesting? Do you think that would have the board would have come out and said that if the protesting was not happening? I, I, I just don't think they have a, a proper alternative to Neil Lennon. I, I really don't think there's an obvious alternative. I mean, there's, there's no point in changing the manager unless you can get somebody in who, who you know is going to be better and who's going to jumpstart the club. I've no doubt they've tried. You can better believe it that Peter Lowell has been on the phone sounding people out. It, it sounds to me as if they've hit a brick wall in that front it's not a, a hugely attractive job at the moment because Celtic are up against it in, a, in the 10 in a row season. Um, and I, I just think they, they've nowhere to go at the moment. What do you think? Give us a call 0808 17 17 700. Neil Lennon was speaking about the January transfer window. I don't know about changes, but we certainly need to add to the squad um, in a couple of areas. And, you know, that's what we want to do. We want to identify those positions and try and get players in. You know, January is a difficult month to do business, but we will endeavour to do that. And uh, it could go right to the end of the month, as it always does in these transfer windows. But yeah, we are looking to add the squad. And he was asked about, uh, is major change required to get Celtic winning again? Yeah, you can't change too much. I think there's not a lot wrong. We're lacking a little bit of rub of the green at times. But, you know, to radically change everything and go, right, this isn't working, we need to rip it up and start again. You know, that, that's not... 
the correct way to do things. We believe in what we're doing. You know, our coaches, players, we have asked them, is there anything else you want to implement? You know, they're happy with the way training is. You can hear people groaning probably, Davey, when he says we're not that... F- I, I, I yeah. thought I was hearing things there yeah. when he said there's not a lot wrong. I mean, is, is Neil having a laugh? Yeah. I mean, the place is falling around him and the there's not th- a lot uh, wrong. The only thing is, David, what, what else do you expect him to say? You know that, like, he's probably tired of saying the same thing day in, day out, or whenever the press conference is. You know, you know what it's like as a manager, you can't give away too much. Um, so it's like, what else does the Celtic fans want him to say in the press? You know, he has been positive. Um, he's that sort of a person as a manager. He's done it in the past, but he's a great motivator. Um, so I don't know what the Celtic fans are looking for him to say. In the in the press meetings before games, but, but when you're when you're losing the amount of goals that Celtic are, Chris, I don't I don't think you can say there's not a lot wrong without insulting supporters' intelligence. Mm-hmm. And they, they pay good money. They're not football supporters aren't daft. Football clubs think supporters are daft, or some of them are daft. They're not. Mm-hmm. They, they can believe what they see with their own eyes, and it's been a shambles this season. Absolute shambles. On this program with two wingers, Davy Proven, Chris Berg, there's no width at the moment. Uh, obviously, James Forrest we yep. know is out. Mikey Johnson played the other day. Mikey Johnson day. did, yep, obviously. Yeah, scored. Yep. Yeah, that's great to see. Um, yeah, no, we spoke about it before, didn't we, Davy? Like how important yeah. James Forrest is to the Celtic yeah. team. And you know what? People were probably saying he wasn't playing that well when he was in the Celtic team at the start of the season. But at the end of the day, you know, he's still occupying two players which gives space for other players to then perform in the pitch um, he's definitely been a huge miss I don't know how long it is before he's back but maybe as we said there about the January window when Neil Lennon's talking about will he be looking for a winger OK quick break and then we're back with more The Goal Radio Football Show Let's go Win on the Go Radio Football Show with our friends at Mar Hall, their five-star grand mansion in the Scottish countryside awaits you. Here we go. Yeah, it's that time. We're going to play Goal in One with Mar Hall. Right now, we have an amazing four-ball experience with friends at Mar Hall's spectacular championship Earl of Mar course. And Davy Proven, you can attest that it is indeed. Wonderful venue. Terrific yeah. place. Fantastic. OK, so all you have to do is we've got two listeners coming on. Alan, a Rangers fan from Greenock, is coming on, along with Lindsay from Cumbernauld, also a Rangers fan. So, uh, Alan, good evening. Hello, good evening. Hello, Yo, you're sounding pretty good for me. Obviously, looking forward to the match. And let's see, Lindsay, we've got Lindsay on the line too. Evening. Evening, Lindsay. How are you feeling about Rangers uh, tonight? Is the winning run going to continue? Yes, yeah, I definitely. Confident in everything. Yeah, ladies first yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Lindsay's confident, and uh, Alan, you too, obviously. What would you say about Stephen Gerrard and the way he's got Rangers playing this season? I can see a better difference. He's obviously, recruitment's done a lot better than the uh, previous years, and you can see a lot more spirit and determination. So I'm, I'm really happy with the way things are going this season. Mm-hmm. Favourite player? Who would you say? Who would you pick out as player of the season? Apart from James Tavernier, I'm taking him out because everyone's saying James uh, Tavernier with all the goals. Who well, would... I would go for Barisic. Barisic, what a player! I wonder what, how much he's worth. Chris Burke, uh, Chris and Davy want to say hello to both of you. How are we doing, folks? You okay? Good evening. Good, Good evening. evening. Hiya. Right, Lindsay. Hi, guys. Hi. He's not giving you a word there, is he? You're not getting a word in. Who's your favourite player, <laughs> would you say, this season for Rangers? I am. I would go for Tavernier. <laughs> yeah. I am, but I would need to ask my husband. 
<laughs> He'll probably go for the captain, who, of course, is not playing tonight. He's been rested. Okay, we're not that far away from kickoff. Shall we get down to uh, the quiz itself? Standing by, so we're going to ask Davy and Chris the questions on your behalf. So stand by. So who have I got here? You've got Alan. Okay, Alan, you're I looking hope for Alan's him. as enthusiastic as he is now as he is after this. <laughs> <laughs> and Davy. With Lindsay. Let okay. Lindsay, unlucky. You've got to rely on me. Here we go. Question number one. Who scored Celtic's fastest ever goal? It, fairly recent. It's in the last 10 years he played with Celtic. Now on telly sometimes. Celtic star scored Brendan Rodgers' era, probably. Yeah. Fastest ever goal? <laughs> yeah. I'd really fastest ever goal. Yeah. Can we pass on it? And... Well, uh, let's ask then Alan Aye. or Lindsay. Would you know who it would be? Well, I'm going to take a wild guess and go for Dumbelly. Dumbelly. Good answer, but not the right one. Lindsay, what about you? Not too sure. No idea. It was Chris Commons. Right, so next one. Who is... Right, listen, both of you. This is about you two, so stand by. (laughs) Who has scored more international goals, Chris Burke or Davy Proven? Chris Burke. How many? (laughs) Two. Two. I nearly got that wrong. Double the amount I got. Yep. (laughs) Seven caps... Two goals, Davy. Ten caps for Scotland and a goal. We're going to hear a bit about that when we speak about Paolo Rossi. Right, question number three. Chris Burke is one up. Who is the current top goal scorer in the SPFL? Uh, Tavernier. <laughs> it's Tavernier. Yeah. You panicked there, David. I did. I did. <laughs> Next question, so 2-0 to Chris. So, Alan, it looks as though you could be winning, but still two to go. Which French international player scored the only goal in the Champions League final between PSG and Bayern Munich this year? Mbappe No French international player Am I out? Only goal You're out Yep Scored uh, A Kingsley goal His name's somebody David I blanked Have you? I I, I found that one tough Kingsley Coleman It is So it's Coleman who scored And the last one Who scored the winning goal for Brazil When Scotland played them At the World Cup in 98 Ronaldo No It wasn't The rebound wasn't it Jim Leighton Panned out That's right and uh, if somebody want to take that one? Cesar Sampaio. So I can tell you, Alan and Chris, you're the winner. Yay! <laughs> Special mix there of the winning bed. Yeah, you're a winner with Go Radio. Well done. Oh, yeah, Alan, hey! who, are you, who are you going to take to Mar Hall? Me. Oh no, I'll have to say, obviously my father-in-law is a big golf fan, so I would have to give this present to him. Fantastic, that's nice, great. That's well done. Nice Lindsay, uh, looking forward to Christmas and but more importantly I suppose, uh, the football and the winning run you'll be hoping will be continuing for Rangers tonight. Yeah, certainly. Lindsay, thanks very much for joining us. Uh, and to you, Alan, final word. What do you reckon, what's your scoreline tonight? Uh, I'll go for 2 nothing Rangers. Yep, 2 nothing. Okay, two nothing for Rangers. Okay, thanks very much. Uh, Don't know about that, yeah. David, but I was uh, we play in front of thousands and thousands of fans, <laughs> but we still panic over situations like that. Huh? I know everyone's the same every single night, not least the presenters. Yeah. So uh, listen, thanks to everyone and to our friends at Marhall. It's a great prize there. Beautiful down there by the Clyde. Uh, David, we mentioned your international appearances and Chris's, and today we heard the the sad news: age sixty four, Paolo Rossi, the Italian star, uh, who sadly passed away and but you played against them yeah I played against them for the Scottish League against the Italian League um, just before the 78 World Cup and Rossi 
was just coming back from a ban. He had been involved in a bribery scandal, was just making his comeback. And of course, four years later, he almost single-handedly... He's a bit like... He's, a very, he's part of a very select group. He's a bit like Pele and Maradona, where he could claim to almost have won the World Cup single-handedly. He scored three in the quarter-final in 82 against Brazil, two against Poland in the semi-final, uh, and he got one against, West, uh, against Germany in the final. So, absolute legend in Italy. Yeah. Three, a hat-trick, Chris, against Brazil, who were the favourites to win the tournament. That just shows you how good he was. Why didn't you ask me that in a quiz? (laughs) (laughs) And what was it about him? Because he'd struggled for a while, didn't he? But he just came so good for him in 82. He he just had that knack, that instinct of of where to be when the ball bounced and just a fabulous finisher. It's sad to see, isn't it, obviously? Terrible. I, I don't know anything about Rossi before my time, but that's two now we've lost, you know, Rossi and Maradona um, in the space of what? month yeah. um, it's sad to see and especially at a, he was a young age still wasn't he yeah. uh, Rossi yep. so yeah no our condolences are with his family and um, an amazing team he played in and played against obviously Brazil they also beat Argentina didn't they in 82 I mean it was some uh, yeah, run I think it they was did. The, yeah, uh, I think they to, did I to think the final Gentili yeah. um, removed Diego Maradona's yeah. appendix yeah. during that game didn't yeah. he <laughs> <laughs> as Gentili was uh, uh, he often did didn't he yeah, yeah absolutely but it was it was a great World Cup and, and Rossi was just yeah. the, the star of it all yeah on the Marhol competition so listen if you want to come on tomorrow night pick a pundit head online to thisisgo.co.uk to register and play tomorrow while you're there check out the full details of the amazing Marhol gift voucher you can treat someone with for this Christmas organise for Christmas guys is that can we yeah? certainly not I not. am not good man yep. same David yeah well organised yep. oh are you yeah. Check, check's been written right <laughs> <laughs> teams are out I can tell you uh, Rangers uh, in Poland against Lech Poznan Chris Burke Davy Proven and me Paul Cooney will keep you right up to date just looking there at uh, Conor Golson what a season he is having Chris Burke he is you know he's one went under the radar um, having come into Rangers he's been another present hasn't he um, and he's probably one that's very very good at starting an attack he likes that diagonal switch doesn't he to, to the likes of Kent or are they on, on, on running from Arfield or whatever in behind it stretches the play for Rangers when they want to play you know back to front but he's been great great for Rangers in, in defence um, and he's captain in the side now which is great to see for him I, Ironic really that that Goldson couldn't get in the Brighton team for Shane Duffy and yet if you look at how well one is doing and, and yet Shane Duffy um, has struggled badly Is it thin margins Davy, or is it just I mean I, I'm not really sure I, I mean I, I've got to say I do think there's a ricket in Goldson now and again um, yeah. but it, he's obviously done a terrific job for yeah. Stephen Gerrard Shane Duffy's a mystery uh, to me I thought he'd, he'd have walked it up here strolled it but it hasn't happened for him and he scores goals as well Goldson that's the thing he's such yeah. a threat you know that's what he scored five in the league and three in Europe so that's good for going for a for a centre half isn't it um, but no it's probably a proud moment for him as well um, captain on the side Goldson the captain tonight uh, Chris you've got the team there for those just tuning in maybe on the way from home from work if people still drive to and from work not that many of us <laughs> but the lockdown finishes tomorrow on the central belt but Rangers with John McLaughlin uh, uh, they've got Nathan Patterson Goldson Balogun and Barisic Arfield you were talking about him what season he's having Zungu be good to see him tonight and Kamara uh, Aribo and Hadji and Itan what about Zungu Davey looking forward to, to seeing y- him yeah absolutely yeah. but I mean it's, it's just going to be so hard to get into that Rangers midfield for him him to get a regular game you know there's so much competition in in that midfield and Stephen Gerrard's in a terrific position where he can rotate and rest players 
Um, and he, he certainly rotated tonight. This is a surprise Rangers lineup for me. Yeah, it's, it's surprising that it said on the screen that Zungu is playing uh, left forward. Um, I don't know if they're going to change it a little bit. Um, or Hadji might play a little bit deeper I don't know what's happening there but I don't know if they've got it wrong it'll be interesting to see because Zungu's not really sco- he's not one for scoring um, much goals I think he's only scored three in his career so it'll be interesting to see how this lineup starts Minute silence there for Paolo Rossi and then I would imagine they take the knee I see that Steven Gerrard came out and he was really strong about you know the PSG players coming off both teams coming off the other night at the Champions League match uh, over the accusations of a racist comment by one of the officials. It was a shame to see them events. Of course it was. You know, there seems to be too many of these issues happening, uh, certainly of late, which is not what we want to see. In terms of how we react, my job is to protect the players and listen to me players. Thankfully, we haven't had that situation. Um, if we did, I, I would listen to me players, I'd speak to me captain, and then um, we'd make a decision together. And we do what's in the best interests of the, the players, first and foremost, and the club. He's such a huge name in football, Davy. That uh, spotlights on Rangers. You know, Stephen Jarrett. People want to know what he thinks about the current issues. What? And I thought he spoke really well. Well, I, I think he's spoken really well since he's arrived in Glasgow. You know, he, he's he's very rarely put a word out of turn, and you know, that, I think that's part of the reason he's he's been so successful. Sorry we couldn't get him in the quiz for you tonight. Do you? <laughs> that would have done, that would have done. Right, yeah. well, we'll do it again next time. Uh, Chris, just about to kick off. Yeah, yep. as, yep, as indeed. Um, but interesting to see this is um, whether well, Zungu, Zungu yep. was that how you say it? Mm. What's his name? Yeah, Zungu. Zungu, yep. where he's yep. playing. Uh, no, he's definitely playing midfield here. So it's Hadji and Aribo um, connecting with Eaton. So uh, no, the game's just started. Uh, Nobody's really got any control of the game. The ball's just bouncing about here in the middle of the pitch. Um, but Rangers have now control of the game um, and got the ball. Rangers playing in white tonight because uh, the opposition play in all blue. Looks a bit like the Chelsea strip. So Rangers, uh, Davey, you think they'll maybe just edge it? And uh, Chris, you'd reckon maybe 3-0. Was that your final thought on it, Davey? I know I bet, yeah, I think Rangers would probably settle for a for a draw tonight. I mean, so many changes. Big night for Nathan Patterson. It's just a pity there's no crowd in the stadium. I yeah. think you would always remember your European debut. Uh, you know, yeah. it'd be much more indelible uh, had there been a crowd there tonight. What was your European debut? <sighs> European debut? Um, I think it was that. against yeah. Dundalk, actually. Was it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was against... No, sorry, yeah. it was against Partizan uh, Tirana. Uh, yeah. Albanian wow, team. Yeah. That wow. was the, the year we... Real Madrid beat us 3-2 in the quarter-final mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you either yeah. I'm struggling even Chris you knew I was about to ask I you that I knew you were yeah. going to ask me that uh-huh. I do really yeah. really don't don't know it might have been a Europa game I'm not sure or a qualifier before I actually played fortunate enough in the in the Champions League yeah but yeah. I could not tell you Paul I could not I'm sorry yeah. <laughs> I remember that being on with Big Derek and he said oh it's a match I'll never forget I said what was the score he says I can't remember <laughs> thank you DJ <laughs> well he's a man with a European medal for Rangers in 72 Cup Winners Cup team that famous team and uh, Dave King was saying the other day the Rangers squad he reckons worth 200 million uh, as Rangers come forward Chris yeah no that was good play by Patterson there you know breaking the line as Tavernier does um, breaking the midfield line and playing the ball um, up to Eaton and Eaton plays a little one-two with him he's just unfortunate with his touch he takes his touch into the park and a little bit too heavy but you now see um, Rangers in the ascendancy a little bit uh, they're playing in Poznan's half and we just see a shot there by Zungu um, it just flies over the bar more after this 
Feel the heat of the game, the crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache and the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on boiler servicing and maintenance, visit opc-ltd.uk. Football show. Your chance to join in the football conversation every evening, Monday to Friday. Tomorrow night, Barry Ferguson was robbing myself in the studio. Tonight with Chris Burke, former Rangers in Scotland, and Davy Proven, former Celtic, Kilmarnock and Scotland. And of course, Chris very much with Kilmarnock and looking forward to the match at the weekend. But Rangers, seven, almost eight minutes played in Lech Poznan. Chris, what's the story? Yeah, actually, Poznan, as much as I said that um, Rangers were dominating at the, the first three minutes or so, but uh, Poznan have come into this game now. Uh, they had Steven Gerrard, I seen shouting onto the pitch that to stop the cross, um, and that cross ended up to a, a corner. And from that corner, they got a good shot away from the edge of the box, and McLaughlin saved it. Uh, but Zungu now has been booked uh, the first eight minutes, which. He's, as you know as a central midfielder he's going to have to watch what he's doing now especially in Europe uh, I heard it looked as if Goldson telling him there just to calm down a little bit so it'll be interesting to see what happens with him It's always a danger Davy, isn't it? You know, well, especially so early in the game you know it means he, he can't afford to miss time a, a, a tackle he's really just got to try and stay on his feet now and not commit when he doesn't have to Celtic under two hours away from kickoff in the East End. Celtic against Lille. And uh, David, it was what, six weeks ago when they had uh, their best performance so far of the season, the the opening 20 minutes against Lille. Yeah, very much so. And that's that's been a theme in the Europa League this year for Celtic, starting games really well, but uh, conceding later in the game. Uh, and it's, it's what they've, they've really got to sort tonight. You know, they've got to show Neil Lennon a, a sign that whatever they're doing in the training ground it's, it's starting to work at long last. Has to translate, doesn't it, to the players. Uh, Chris, you'll be playing them on Sunday for Kilmarnock but I uh, wonder how much it's affecting the players or if they can, can a switch go back on and they, they start to string victories together? Yeah, obviously when you've got quality in your team you can do that at any moment. Um, I think Neil Lennon's obviously waiting for that still and he would rather have it sooner rather than later. I said it before that I think a 1-0 result would probably be the most pleasing for Neil Lennon. Um, just keeping a clean sheet, as David says, keeping that back door shut. So, no, listen, Celtic are a dangerous team. As much as they would all say that they're underperforming, there is going to come a moment um, that, it, that they'll probably turn that around. They just want to do it sooner rather than later. And it's just their little spells that they can show that quality um, and, and hurt teams as they did against Milan as they did against the likes of Lille and other teams in the SPFL so it will be, it'll be interesting to see what will happen Still nil-nil Rangers with uh, 10 minutes gone Davy, where could that spark come from from for Celtic tonight? Um, is it well, Mc, Mc... They don't have a problem in the forward areas Paul we saw that against Milan You know, I, I don't think Celtic really have a problem Edward is a top player Ryan Christie continues to, to get better as well uh, El Yanusi, I think, is is a top player. Um, Do you think you'll see Fringpong playing wide again, like we did? De- against depend, Milan? It depends whether he goes three or four. I mean, I, yeah. 
I think Frimpong looked a better player when he had a full back behind him. Mm-hmm. You know, when when Celtic played with a back four and pushed them on a bit. Yeah, he, I, I'm just saying that was because I thought he was he looked promising and he was effective in that first half, especially um, for Celtic Milan game. I didn't really get to see the second half, but he did look promising in that. So it'll be interesting to see the selection. Mm-hmm. What will happen because. What will we be taking more seriously because the match day six now Celtic can't qualify? Will we be looking to rest players against Kilmarnock? Or will they be looking to still get an impact and then take players off? Will they play two up front? Will they just play the one up front? Um, what formation will they play? 3-5-2 or will they go with the back four again? He's tried. He's shuffled the pack continually and still hasn't found an answer. That That's the problem. But I do think I do think Neil Lennon's got to play a reasonably strong team tonight. He's got to try and use this um, not as a, a as a practice match before the Kilmarnock game, but he has to get something out of this game ahead of the Kilmarnock game because the Kilmarnock game is absolutely crucial. As I said, Celtic can't afford to lose anything between now and January 2nd. Do you think you'll see then Griffiths and Edward starting together tonight just to see how they'll go for the game on Sunday? Um, because it just seems to me, as a player, looking at it, that Edward is, brings himself more qualities when he plays up somebody next to him like a Griffiths who can stretch the play and it gives more space for Edward in little short combinations because they work really well together Great question Standard Liège have gone one up in Benfica so early on but that would be good for Rangers mm-hmm. uh, still nil-nil for Rangers at Leg Poznan after 12 minutes Davy, what about that question from from Chris there about Edward and Griffiths yeah, yeah. Well Griffiths and Edward yeah. is, is a terrific partnership um, and it, it's the partnership that won Celtic the league last yep. season you know, Neil Lennon came back from Dubai, had to find something, and he did, to be fair to him. Changed the shape, went with three at the back, two up. And Celtic have much more goal threat, obviously, when they play the, the two of them. Do the three, does the three at the back work? That's the other question. Mm-hmm. He's tried three, he's tried four, and they've, they've been leaking goals all season. Yeah, they're going to Dubai for four or five days. I, I take it Rangers will not be going to Dubai, Chris, because that just didn't work for them last year. But Celtic getting a break. I wonder if uh, Rangers will too. There isn't the, the longer break that there was in previous seasons. Yeah, no, there's not. Um, and that, again, is in Rangers' favour, I think. Um, you see that, obviously, what happened last season with the with the winter break, that Rangers kind of lost form and then Celtic took over and won the league. But now, you don't have that, really. Um, you have what, a lesser break um, you have one week max probably to go away and do something so I think that again is favouring Rangers David uh, yeah and I, I think the other problem Celtic have here because of the results is that you know normally at this stage in the season if Celtic were going well Neil Lennon would sit down with the recruitment people and Peter Lowell and say I want this I want this is Neil Lennon going to be there after January the 2nd if you know if Celtic have if Celtic lose to Rangers and the, the title is almost out of sight is Neil Lennon in a position at the moment where he can he can ask for anything I'm not sure he is Chris were you training today? Um, well I didn't fully train with the squad obviously I was out for the, the match against Hamilton yeah. um, so I have to see how it reacts tomorrow um, and then see where that takes me but we've got uh, the game is Sunday instead yeah. of, so it gives me an extra day to recover You must be desperate to get back in Of course I am no matter yeah. what age I am I'm desperate to play yeah. um, whether I'll be starting the game if I'm fit or not um, is another aspect but yeah, no, I love just playing football. So, and what a way to play against Celtic, you know, at Parkhead. It's they're, they're the games you really want to play in. And as Posman nearly broke there and scored, just to say there, Paul, the um, uh, left to right, uh, Barisic just recovered at the last second. Um, if it wasn't for that, then the player would have been getting a shot at goal. 14, Given, yeah. Giving away in midfield Bazungu, who's a little bit careless um, on a booking, of course. So, not, not a great start for him. Mm-hmm. 
14 minutes gone, like Poznan nil, Rangers nil. Remember uh, Benfica, a goal down at Standard Liège. Raskin scoring after 12 minutes. Here we go, Chris. Yeah, corner. Yep, no, the corners came in again. Rangers defended well. You know, second corner comes in and it's just totally um, stopped what I was ready to say. You know, yeah. defending it well. They didn't defend it well the second time. It's a free header. Yeah. Um, First corner gets def- cleared well onto the right-hand side, back to them. Then the cross comes in, great delivery. The cross is not stopped and the ball just goes over Holanda's head um, and he's free in between Holanda, uh, not Holanda, sorry, um, Balogun, I think, and yep. Goldson. Um, and, and the player heads it just over. That was a Saturday. He should, that should be 1-0 yeah, Poznan. He, he's got to score. I mean, he couldn't be in a better position, middle of the six-yard box. Hadji couldn't stop the cross. It's a great ball in as well. Yeah, Lots it was a terrific goal. Oh, anything yeah, on target, he scores. Yeah, terrific cross. That's one of the crosses, David. Where as a wide player, you know, you don't need to beat your man. You just hit it into that area, and the strikers there to yeah, put it in. Yeah. But he'll be really disappointed with that. The the the, the player, the Poznan player, not putting that in and and, and having a one 0 lead. But as you see, Poznan on the break again, um, attacking the defence. But Rangers recover well, and Arfield marshals it out for a goal kick. Davey, one of the headlines today, Kilmarnock and uh, St Mirren appealing the, the the three goal defeats that were given against them because of uh, COVID-19 regulations being broken. Uh, do you, I take it you agree with that, the clubs I, to challenge it? I, I don't know on what grounds they've, they've challenged it, Paul, but clearly the, the, the clubs feel that uh, they've got a case here. And I do think the SPFL have made a rod for their own back mm. by going down this route. I, I think it makes a nonsense of the our league when you start deducting points and forfeiting games you know the games could be rearranged it's important that all of the big matters in 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 the game you know I'm talking about European places the the title etc relegation are decided on the pitch not often the thing is David like if this does happen do they do stick by it um, and a team doesn't get into the top six because of it or a team does get relegated because of it then what is said you know then do they go into more legal action because of that um, it is difficult it's, it's, I, I'm, I'm with you I think games should have just been played um, I think Commandlet released a statement that they are obviously taking it in their own hands to try and you know make sure that we get to play the game um, but if there was one thing that I could say about Commandlet and I probably speak on behalf of my teammates as well is that never ever have I ever felt unsafe in my environment that I've been with Commandlet I've always felt safe um, I've always felt they've handled me in the right way um, and I think that's the most important thing as well. Um, I'm more safer when I go to Kamala when I go home because when I go home, you know, my wife's a teacher and I'm, my, my kids are at school and, and they look look after me and the, 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 the players very well. You know, I feel sorry for the, the doctor, the medical staff who've worked tirelessly, tirelessly um, to, to make this work, mm-hmm. you know, because it is, it's unusual circumstances. They've done everything to make it work. Um, and you just get punished and it's, it is unfortunate the, the, the other thing strange thing for me is that Dundee United go to Livingston without nine first team of their first team squad and mm-hmm. their entire coaching staff now if the SPFL are really concerned about people's safety should they not be having a look at what Dundee United have been doing to cause that situation yeah you could look at a lot of aspects as well you can look at the, obviously the, the team photo etc stuff like that but I don't want anybody to have points took off them because of that um, they had a team photo you, you tell them please don't do that again um, and that's how it goes you don't then go about you know fining people and taking points off them uh, so it is it's, it's an unusual circumstance I just think at this moment in time by doing that you're dividing groups um, by saying that you know one team gets 
uh, points took off them um, and others don't because then people start looking at things and say but X, Y and Z did this and then that's dividing groups isn't it? Yeah, yeah and, and, and I repeat what I said last week there is no way the SPFL would penalise either of the old firm you know, in terms of forfeiting matches. Really? If, if we, yeah. Well, if we end up in a situation, unlikely though it may seem at the moment, that the, the title race was neck and neck, coming towards the end of the season, are you telling me the SPFL would, would ask either of them to forfeit a couple of games? No chance. That's the that's situation they've left themselves in though, isn't it? As you said, yeah. you know, that, 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 that could possibly happen. Um, and then what happens then? There'll be uproar. Benfica have equalised. Everton Suarez scoring a few moments ago so it's 1-1 there it's 0-0 Lech Poznan against Rangers uh, so Rangers on a 25 game unbeaten run Lech Poznan look useful though Davey yeah yeah, moving the ball pretty well actually you know some, sometimes when you have got nothing to play for you, you relax a little bit more and you go and express yourself and that's what they're doing yeah no I think Poznan um, after the three, five, three or five minutes have probably looked a stronger team Davey uh, they've had a couple of crosses into the box dangerous they've had a header um, they've nearly been slipped in with Barisic recovering so yeah no I think Rangers are still trying to find their feet um, I could see obviously at the very beginning of the match Stephen Gerrard not happy about it or something I think it's probably just not started the game in the right manner At Man United bad result for them the other night Solskjaer under pressure Pogba would you you get him out of the club, that's yeah, the first thing you do. Yeah. That that team will never be right as long as Pogba's there, yeah. as far as I'm and concerned. And Raiola, his agent. Yeah, I mean, his, how's yeah. that on the eve of the game? His agent says he wants out of the club. I mean, how helpful is that? I mean, I, from day one I've said that I, I don't think Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has the personality to, to manage that club, but, um, you know, the likes of Pogba in your dressing room, it's an uphill fight. The thing is, they chose Pogba over Jose Mourinho. They now look at the job that Jose Mourinho's done. Yeah. Um, that just shows you... Uh, I think is it Ed Woodward the, uh, um, the character that he has I think sometimes you have to look above the manager mm-hmm. and he's certainly one of them because he employed you know Solskjaer yep. he kept Pogba um, and he sacked Mourinho as much as they said Mourinho they didn't like him the way the Manchester United style was he won trophies with them mm-hmm. and that's the bottom line you, you build that side round uh, Bruno Fernandes absolute absolute wizard and the problem is Pogba wants to play where Fernandes plays further forward and he's not going to get in there. He doesn't offer it enough, Davey. You know, as much as his talent and potential, and that's all you'll keep talking about, you might one in five, one in six games have a highlight reel of how good Pogba was in a certain game, but he's not consistent enough, um, and he just has to find that consistency. And Jose Mourinho, a new lease of life at Tottenham. He's loving it. And I think that documentary didn't do him any harm either. No, number- I'm, I'm, it's, it's remarkable because, I mean, they haven't really, they haven't really bought a lot of... Nope. Star quality, if you like me, he lost. He lost Christian Eriksen. Yep. Um, has he brought anyone? Anyone that just bail? He brought in Hoiberg from yep. Southampton. Yeah, Hoiberg's been a yep. great signing. Yeah, a great signing for them. And um, um, he's inherited a, a good players that he had in Don Belly. Obviously, he's had a little bit of argument with him um, because of not being able to stay fit but that's the thing that Mourinho does he puts that mentality into them where they have to perform yeah. or else they don't play um, but well, Dele Alli is a perfect example Dele Alli is another example yeah. I've not seen him since but they've got arguably the best striker in the world at this moment in time other than I would, I would agree say with Ronaldo I, I, would, um, I would put Harry Kane up with anyone and the thing is you're going to have to watch now because is, Mourinho knows that he has to win something or else yeah. Kane's going to go he always wins though, isn't he? He's a serial winner. He is a serial winner. It's not the actual title he'll win. You know, the, the FA Cup or, you know, he won the Europa League. I think it's every second season that he wins something. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Apart from 
Manchester United where he came second mm-hmm. um, but he said um, not all trophies are his most successful uh, times as they see in the advert so no he's, yeah. he is he's, I think you know if he wins the league by Tottenham is he the best manager of all time? You, you wonder though uh, Chris that you wonder whether there will be a confrontation eventually between Mourinho and Daniel Levy the yeah. chairman because Spurs have taken on a huge amount of debt to build that stadium if Real Madrid came in with a daft offer for Harry Kane mm-hmm. would Daniel Levy turn it down? Probably not no, That's the thing And Mourinho. that would have Mourinho kicking off yeah. Yeah. Mourinho does like a strop he does um, if he gets injuries or fixture list and it doesn't go his way it's how he reacts to that um, everything's react. Everything's happened. Everything's going very well for him at this moment in time. It's just as you said, it's two big egos, isn't it? At the club, you know, you've got the owner Daniel Levy who likes to probably, you know, dictate himself what is happening, and then you've got Jose Mourinho who's probably this similar characteristics to him. It's just when are they going to clash? Is probably a, a matter of time. The honeymoon has continued for quite some time. Yeah, for Mourinho and uh, Daniel Levy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But um, you know, Spurs have got a huge amount of debt. No supporters yep. coming into the ground. Mm. They're they're one of the worst hit clubs down there. Of course. And if there is a confrontation, Daniel Levy will win it. I mean, he proved that when it, when he bumped uh, Pochettino. Indeed. So twenty four minutes gone. Let's uh, check in in Poland. It's like Poznan against Rangers. We're checking in in Glasgow because we're watching BT Sport. Come on, star Chris Burke. Chris, what's happening? Yeah, no, I just still think Poisman have, have, uh, have got control of this game. Um, Rangers are still keeping their shape very well. I think that's one thing that I've noticed, Davey, um, with Rangers. They're not afraid to allow the other team possession. You know, they will do the high press, but they just seem to sit back and they're not afraid to have the counter-attack now, when I think last season they maybe didn't do that enough. Yeah, it's a little triangle in the, in the, the midfield, isn't it? Zungu sitting and Arfield Kamara slightly forward either side of him it's a big night for Eaton I think um, mm-hmm. a lot of times Eaton's you've got Morelos you've got Roof um, he's chose Eaton tonight and sometimes Eaton's compromised with playing on the left hand side or in the right hand side with us when he played against um, Rangers Kamarnock twice he's played on the right hand side a little bit more inverted but it's a big night for him because I think that's his natural position ok 0-0 25 minutes gone the Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go. No change. 28, 29 minutes gone in Poland. Lech Poznan nil. Rangers nil. More on that in a moment or two. Celtic an hour and a half away from kickoff at home to Leo. But uh, here's Chris Buck. Rangers coming forward. On the right hand side there, um, getting slipped in for uh, young Patterson, putting the ball back across the face. Um, but blocked out there by the Poznan just before that um, Arfield slipped in Aribo a lovely little ball the usual ball you see the ball, ball slipped to Kent but this time it was Aribo uh, they cut back just not enough and it went out for a corner but I think Steven Gerrard will be a little bit disappointed if I'm honest um, they're getting they're getting opened up a little bit in the counter attack uh, probably a little bit too open for Steven Gerrard's liking Davy Proven yeah I mean I, I think Rangers to be to be fair we're well out of it first 15 minutes I, I think they've got better control of the game now just been a little bit careless in, in midfield particularly Zungu who's given the ball away two or three times in, a, in an area of the pitch where you can't afford to Neil Lennon of course has been in the spotlight relentlessly in recent weeks he's been speaking about uh, the banners at the weekend or early in the week at uh, Celtic Park yeah some sections of the support yeah I mean it is dangerous rhetoric and again I will say look we all want the same thing you know those fans want success the majority of our fans want success and players and and everyone here are wanting the same thing 
So we don't want any divisions. I understand the frustrations. Players are feeling that as well. Um, you know, we don't like that sort of language or expression anywhere near the football stadium. It serves no purpose, really. And for the Celtic fans, obviously, like everyone else, no fans in at the matches. But what's his message to them? I can't speak on behalf of you know the, the supporters but it's um it's a cultural thing at the minute i think it's you know societal thing it's a modern day thing it's not, it's not what we want it doesn't you know serve any purpose it certainly doesn't inspire anyone at the club to you know achieve great things we all want unity we have got that certainly from the football side of things and we just want the supporters to get behind and really support the team especially when they need it you know and that's what the Celtic fans do and they have done for 20 you know as long as I've been here and, and years before whenever things have got tough they've gone the other way and got right behind the team so that's what we're looking for at the minute Good news for Rangers he's Chris Burke Yep Rangers have scored it's 1-0 um, Stephen Gerrard delighted with that and it's that man Eaton who was a big night for him uh, he just gets slipped in uh, one defender on the right hand side slips down the right hand side with one touch and fires it High into the near post, the keeper had no chance. Um, yeah, no, d- delighted. It's one one nil. Um, if you just see here, watching it back, Poznan lose possession. He's, he's getting slipped in by a Poznan player, Ethan. Um, but he's still got a lot of work to do down the right hand side. Shifts it left to right and fires it in the top of, top of the net. Yeah, it's uh, Kaminsky, uh, calamity Kaminsky. They'll be calling it tonight <laughs> because he's given away a suicidal pass there. Ethan still had a lot to do. And, did really well because when he shifts it on at his right side he's making the angle tighter for himself but what a good finish in at the top right hand corner yeah looking at the replay Chris he did really well kept his composure and he struck it brilliantly yeah he did he did have a lot to do because he yep. could have he could have took an extra touch and tried to find I think it was Hadji in the box but he never he took the shot on maybe the keeper would, could be a little bit suspect in that um, going down too early but uh, no listen it's a great start for Rangers especially the way it started Um Poznan probably had a couple of chances as well but that's what Rangers have been doing best haven't they keeping the, the back door shut and then being ruthless enough to have one chance and score Must have heard your prediction Chris that's them trying to do you a turn <laughs> <laughs> Yeah listen they've only got two more to go haven't they um, but what is it still 1-1 uh, Benfica It is yep. still 1-1 so it's looking very promising at this moment in time Paul You're that's... getting good at this broadcasting thing keeping everyone right up to date that's You're it. right but that would be, that'd be a result that we do us all Yep, exactly. It would be as It's great for Scotland as well, you know. It's um, to see that they can top a group against a team that's probably in the Champions League year in year out against a Benfica side, and that's great to see if this continues and yep. uh, that we could have maybe a better um, team to play against in the next round. Yep. And you were both speaking about uh, Cedric Etan. He's not had much of an opportunity because obviously uh, Rangers have been doing so well. What does that do for your confidence, Davey, to score there in Europe? I think it puts him under real pressure when he can't get a game and he knows this is a rare chance tonight and he knows he's got to do it. And even Mm. if he does, say he gets a hat-trick tonight, is he going to play ahead of Morelos in the next big game? He's not, is he? Or Roof. Yeah, or Roof, yeah, yeah. yeah, good show. I mean, yeah, so I think he's probably one that's definitely, again, for the future, etc. Uh, as you see the league table there, Rangers on 14 points, Benfica on 12. Uh, how long can that last for? Can it last to the end of the 90 minutes? Let's hope for, hopefully for us it does. Fingers crossed. So Rangers one up after 34 minutes. In Poland, Lech Poznan nil, Rangers won. Cedric Eaton, the scorer there, and took it really, really well. 31 and a half minutes when he scored and it had been difficult for Rangers although they were coming back into things but when it's when it's nil-nil uh, away from home 
Chris, uh, it's a great chance then you'll always get something in the break. Yeah, so, yeah. so now obviously Rangers can just sit back and wait and then look for the second goal. Um, Poznan now, do they go for it? Are they a little bit more disjointed um, because of the the being down 1-0 at home? But no, it's interesting to see their Patterson getting forward. Yep. Tavernier-esque yep. at the back post, just missing out from a Barisic corner that went out for a goal kick. Rangers still going forward, Davey? A moment yeah, ago. Again, yep. the young boy Patterson looks really assured on his European debut. Uh, hasn't put a foot wrong so far. Every chance he gets, he's getting up the line very much in the same position as uh, Tavernier. Big boots to fill tonight, but the boy's doing a good job. You can see that's with Steven Gerrard and his coaching staff. It's, that's just drilling them, isn't it? Um, to make sure they play the same way that just shows you no matter who steps in they, they play the same role um, it's great for Patterson to learn for the likes of Tavernier who's been terrific not just this season but in previous seasons as well it's just been interesting to see what actually happens not so much the January window but mm. in the summer you know if he continues that form Davy, you know surely there's teams in England looking at him yeah absolutely and, and that, that again you know I, I do think I think the Rangers board made it clear when they could have sold Morelis and kept him that they're not, not letting anyone go until this title is decided and I think as as well it's when you're winning and you, you think you're close to winning a title and you're doing well you want to stay at the club as well to get that trophy especially if you're Tavernier who hasn't won anything yet as a as a Rangers captain he'll be dying to win that first yeah. trophy won't he and he's known some miserable times at the club as well yeah. which would make it even more important for him as Poznan are actually on the break here, um, another counter-attack, but recovered very well, young Patterson. He seems to be quick and athletic. Um, down the left-hand side, Poznan break, break through the line, and it's a 1v1, but Patterson makes it a 2v1 with his pace. Um, win the ball, but Arfield just nicks in and fills the player, and Poznan have got a free kick about 30 yards out in the left-hand side. Yeah, when you see the replay at first it looked harsh but I think he did clip him so yeah, yeah free kick for Lech Poznan Rangers are one up Cedric Eaton scoring after 31 minutes Benfica are still at 1-1 at the moment as we head uh, not that far away from half time Chris Burke yep, yes, um, you know it's interesting to see I think is it Tiba that's taking this um, he's one player that's yep Tiba's yep. taking it he scored at the weekend um, I've seen that on their bench as well they've got the likes of Ramirez who is an influential player for them uh, so they've definitely um, with Tiba in the, in, the, in the team as much as I said that they wouldn't they wouldn't um, go for a, a strong team you know with Tiba he's one of the, the main players as well as you've got probably a couple of players that will be coming on I'd imagine the likes of Ramirez when when if it's still 1-0 here but Tiba hits the shot hits the wall uh, still have possession of the ball but but now it's marshalled out by Zungu for a goal kick. Goal kick. So 37 minutes gone. Lech Poznan nil. Rangers 1. Celtic kicking off at 8. It's Celtic against Lille. Uh, Lech Poznan nil. Rangers 1. Benfica are at 1-1. One, one. So this, as it stands, Rangers will top the group, which uh, Stephen Gerrard and every Rangers fan would like to see because it means they, they miss out on the big boys coming down from the Champions League, Davy. Yeah, I mean, that's obviously an advantage. Um that's that's why it's important that Rangers finish the job off tonight it looks as if Benfica might slip up and, and Rangers have to take advantage if they do the thing is I think even though they miss Champions League I think they still even if they finish third could play the likes of Arsenal yeah. you know Napoli Leverkusen who knocked yeah. him out last season so it just shows you how hard it is to, to win Leverkusen are two up on Slavia Prague Napoli playing in the uh, Maradona Stadium are one up against Real Sociedad yep you played against Real Sociedad, Davey? 
82. Another defeat, yeah. Yep. <laughs> San Sebastian, great city. Well, isn't I'll tell you what, we lost, we lost yeah. two to yeah, San Sebastian, fabulous people as well. Yep. Only time we were ever applauded onto a, a Inter Stadium in a European game. Yep. We lost to two deflections over there and come back to, to Glasgow and lost an early header. And we needed four after that game was yep. beyond us. And uh, Tommy Burns and George McCluskey were on the bench, as I recall, because they were co-commentators with me. Really? I think wow. I got that right. Actually, Google, somebody will Google it and they played. But my memory is that that's what happened that night. But there, that's the latest there. Napoli won up. Eindhoven won. Omonia Nicosia won. So, yeah, the Cyprus team. Tingu's there. coming into yeah. the game now, uh, Paul. Uh, he's, that's three times there. He's, he's re- recycled the ball for his teammates, you know. And that's good news, isn't uh, it? That's that, good news, yeah. yeah. As he seems to be to be blossoming now into the game uh, maybe because it's his first start he's, you know what it's like as a player you sometimes try a little bit too hard especially when the players that, that have dropped out have been of high quality of late as well you know a lot of pressure on him but you know the last three there be won the ball off the I think the number 10 um, and also um, marshalled the ball out for a goal kick as well Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. Paul Cooney with Chris Burke and Davey Proven. This time yesterday, Glasgow City were on their way back from Prague. They lost 2-1 to Sparta Prague. They were two down, but uh, Scott Booth's uh, team scored in the second half. So that gives them a chance, Chris, uh, for the match back here. Um, Leanne Crichton was with us Monday night on the programme. She was terrific. Uh, And she knew it was going to be tough, but they still got a chance with that away goal. Oh, of course. Listen, if you're always still in the game, you've always got a chance, haven't you? Uh, especially when there's a, a way goal rule, um, which is always important. So, no, good luck to them. Hopefully they can do it. What's happening then? Like Poznan nil, Rangers won. Five minutes left in the first half. We'll go live to Rob McLean at halftime. Chris? Yeah, no, um, I feel giving away a foul. Um, that's two fouls. He's not been booked, though. It was just two small fouls he's gave away in the left-hand side. The ball comes into the box, but... Rangers defending the defending it well. The only time they looked as if they couldn't defend the cross is when that play, the, the player had a free header. But uh, as you see there, you, you know Poznan try to attack the left hand side. Maybe they'll try to isolate Patterson just because it's his um, debut in Europe and not played much football. It seems to me that they're going down that left hand side uh, as they go and attack again, playing the ball left hand side into the into the middle and then out to the right hand side looking for a cross. Um, but it looks as if is that Hadjit? Uh, Hadji's just, just putting him back but he's been slipped in Hadji's been sucked out to the ball but defended well again uh, yep. Rangers the front post man so important and isn't it David when you're, when you're crossing the ball yeah I mean Rangers have made one mistake and that was the, the the boy gets a free header in the middle of the six yard box apart from that Poznan haven't really had a clean chance they've, they've done well they stopped the ball coming in from the wide area since, since that but I mean still a bit of work for Rangers to do here so far so good but a lot of football left in this CSKA Sofia 2 Roma 1 that's the latest there Bayer Leverkusen still 2 up in Slavia Prague Chris Hadji was in there uh, shot just past the post so I think it was Goldson playing the ball up to Eaton Eaton plays a lovely ball round the corner slips in Hadji um, took a clumsy touch didn't it? yeah here. he did his first touch so he's through and goal and he's took maybe he took it for granted um, his first touch which recovered the defender and he's it's actually a similar position to Eaton's goal he shifts it left to right this time he hits it low Hadji goes through the legs of a defender and just narrowly misses the back post to go into the back of the net but Rangers have actually got a corner for this it must have clipped the, the Poznan defender Real chance for uh, Rangers. Barisic will take it, I would think, Chris. Yeah, not Barisic, obviously, get great delivery. Amazing. Um, very, very 
what I like to see in, in a person crossing the ball. They don't just always fire it in, you know, they look for the player. Um, he's certainly one that's done that, you know, whether it's a cutback, whether it's whether it's floated into the back post, it's very cultured, like um, always watching Ryan Giggs, he was great at that. He'd never ever fired it across the face of goal. He always tried to find the player, which was, was really good to see. But Barisic has got the qualities and probably something that he's added to his game from last season. I think he's got like five assists already um, for Rangers. So that shows you how much they rely on their full-backs, Davey, you know, Tavernier and Barisic. Yeah, it's just why you don't really need a, a winger in the team. You wouldn't say Ryan Kent's a, a winger. No. You know, he, he's given complete freedom to, to play either side of the striker and go and influence the game. The width comes from the from, from Barisic and, and Tavernier and the delivery from that pair has been terrific. Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. Rangers make seven changes, but they are one goal up. And Chris, they've got a free kick, what, 30? 25 yeah, yards out yeah, I'd say 35 yards. 30, 30, 30, 35 yards out I'm not really good with my distances Paul so <laughs> <laughs> you're good at taking them that's a Chris Burton yeah, it's well, going to be one of your specials well yeah, yeah mine's would be, be an in-swinger but Barris yeah. looks as if he's going to be an out-swinger here and this is where Rangers are dangerous as well so especially when you've got quality of Barris but pause and clear it well Rangers recycle it um, but unfortunately for them it just goes to the Poznan goalkeeper who looks to break the attack on the left-hand side again um, and look to break forward but Zungu cuts it out again. Yeah. That's he's coming on to a game now, and he and Adibo's down the right hand side, a one v one comes inside, still touching the ball, plays a little pass inside to Kamara, out to Kamara, and out the other side. But no, Rangers are controlling this game now, Davy. Yeah, mm-hmm. complete control. A really ropey start for Rangers. It looked as if Pozum were right in the mood, but slowly but surely, Rangers have imposed themselves in the game, and since since the goal, they haven't really looked back. Rangers yeah. look in the mood. Yeah, no, yeah. they do. Um, I know it's 1-0, but I, I do think the longer this game goes, the more advantage Rangers will have over this. You know, they can make changes as well if they, if they hear that um, Benfica have scored, that they can then add players into the game to try and get goals. But no, I, I think the longer the game goes, I can see Rangers cutting this Poznan team open. They'll know what's happening, won't they, Davey, in the other match? They'll know that Benfica well, are 1-1. They'll certainly be yeah. told at half-time just, yeah. just what they have to do and... I'm sure throughout the second half they'll be getting the message onto the pitch exactly what's what's happening elsewhere. Still 1-1. One, one. Yep. Is it? it? It's still 1-1. One, one. It yep, absolutely still one, is. 1-1. Yep, that's good. Yep. Half time. I do think though Benfica will win the match. It's just how much by. As I said, if they, if Rangers come second, I think they'll miss out on, by one goal. But I do think there'll be more goals in this game and it'll all be for Rangers. Yep, Standard Liège 1, Benfica 1, Lech Poznan 0, Rangers 1. As Rangers come forward again, but another referee. Yep, that's yep. never a free kick either. Yep. He's won the ball cleanly, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, Poznan are trying to play the ball out. Uh, you see Zungu again pressing well. Um, he had a rocky start, David, but now he's coming on to the game. Um, that's a bit debatable it's, that it's for a, me yeah it's a poor decision and it, you know had he allowed play to continue Rangers have, have, have got men over there further yeah. up the pitch well, it's a really good chance for they've them they've got like a 4v2 there as soon as that happens but the referee in Europe you know what it's like you just get a slight touch and um, there's no doubt in giving a free kick so but Zungu's done excellent there just to try and steal the ball high up the peel, field as well but Poznan are sticking with this playing out from the back and I think that's where Rangers might actually get a goal from, David. They're, they're not good enough to do it, are they're they? Not, they're not, they definitely not. I just don't think they've got the qualities um, to do that. They actually look better when they go back to front and then win the second ball. But um, 
long may it continue for Rangers if they keep playing out for the back because I definitely think they'll get a goal from that Half time standard Liège 1 Benfica 1 as uh, 55 seconds of the 1 minute has been played uh, and surely Rangers will go in 1 goal up at half time we'll speak to Rob shortly here in the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy it's half time 1-0 Rangers we're back in a moment The Go Radio Football Show Major changes at Celtic stand by. The news coming soon. There's no Barkas, there's no Bane. It's Connor Hazard who is in goal. But first, let's go. Rangers, one Hello, up at yeah. half time. Here's Rob McLean. Hello, Paul. Hi, Rob. Yeah, how are you doing? 1 0 Rangers. Yes, yeah, uh, really good. I mean, a really good performance from uh, from Rangers. And the 1 0 half time score line doesn't, doesn't flatter them at all. Cedric Eaton, what a difference a, a night in Poland can make to his Rangers career. Uh, prior to tonight, his only two Rangers goals were both at Far Park against Motherwell. He scored an absolute cracker um, in the in the first half here, and uh, his confidence has just grown from there as well. He's leading the attack really impressively. Um, and seven changes from Dingwall at the weekend, but everything uh, Stephen Gerrard touches seems to turn to good at the moment. Uh, and it's been a pretty slick and controlled uh, Rangers performance. Yes, there was a there was a chance with a, a, a header. Uh, right in front of goal for Lubo Saka, the left Poznan skipper, which he put over the top. Uh, it was a pretty comfy save for, for John McLaughlin. And, but Rangers look threatening constantly on the attack. Every time they get forward and get into the final third, they look as if something can happen for them. Um, it did for Eton. Uh, and you can see them scoring again. And of course, if they win tonight, then it doesn't matter what Benfica do in Belgium. That match, incidentally, 1-1. Uh, last I heard against Standard Liège. So everything working in Rangers' favour at the moment. I mean, Stephen Gerrard makes seven changes. Rangers in pole position here again, halfway to being seeded as group winners in Monday's draw for the last 32. Rob, yet 1-1 at half-time for Benfica, so that's good news. I know you've got to go back and do the second half. Uh, We're going to give you the Celtic changes. Uh, Incredible. But for Rangers then, Rob, uh, everyone here thought they could do it. It looks as though they, they could well do in the second half. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, lots to be to feel pretty confident about. Uh, Lech Posen haven't offered a great deal. It's fizzled out for them generally when they've been on the attack, whereas uh, Rangers have had chances. There was there was a moment where uh, the ball was played up to Cedric Eaton. His first time layoff was, was top class. It just didn't look like the player who's been struggling to get into the team for Rangers this season, having scored himself. First-time touch, played in Yanis Hadji. He could have done a whole lot better uh, with the, the chance he had. But you can see other opportunities coming uh, Rangers' way uh, in the second half. They're in a great position here to uh, to go through as, as group winners. And obviously, of course, resting key players for the, the weekend in the process. Rob, prediction for Celtic, just before you go back to the commentary. Well, it's difficult to predict anything uh, too positive for, for Celtic I, I, I'm going to go for a draw in that game I think a draw would be encouraging for Celtic and maybe it's the best they can hope for at the moment against a team of, of Lille's quality Rob, thanks very much Rob McLean doing it on BT Sport and he'll be back with us tomorrow night so Celtic starting 11 is Hazard, Julian, Duffy Klamala, Sorrow, Turnbull Elianusi, Frimpong Ayer, McGregor the captain and Laxal on the bench, Barkas and Bain both of them on the bench. Wow. Taylor, Brown, Griffiths, Ayeti, Rogic, Edward, Henderson, Harper and Welsh. Well, Neil Lennon clearly 
has one eye on the Kilmarnock game already, Paul. That, that's what that selection tells you. Um, that is by no means a full-strength Celtic side. The league game clearly is more important and you can understand why. Yeah. Chris? Yeah, yeah no, he's, he's obviously gave opportunities for other players, other fringe players. Um, he spoke about fitness levels as well. So you've got you know Turnbull in the side, but everybody's been scheming out for him to, to, to start the match. So I think, even though you know people you could call fringe players, I think you could put a marker on... On place to start the game against Kilmarnock I think Turnbull will be one of them Davey I don't understand why he's not had a chance before now because you know Scott Brown I think has been toiling and that's not a criticism of Scott Brown who is just getting on yeah. and it happens to everyone but I thought Turnbull would have had his chance before now and it's a chance for him tonight to show what he can do He made a difference when he came on uh, against St Johnson at the weekend I, I yeah. think he's a terrific young player mm. um, and you know given it that Celtic Tried to sign him and then he got the bad injury and they went back in for him again. I, I thought he'd have been in the, a regular by now. It's great to see that he recovered well as well. You know, it just shows you yeah, the character yeah. that he's got and he, he came back, you know, fighting and he came back, you know, with great quality as well coming from a knee injury. You know, he hit the ground running with Motherwell again as soon as he came back and credit to him. Um, then he got that move to Celtic. So, you know, good luck to him. He is definitely a one for the future. So, you know, hopefully for him's sake that he does well and it starts and kicks off his Celtic career. Chris, are you doing the formation there? You're I'm right. trying my yeah, best, indeed. so I think yeah. it might be a three-five-two. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, okay. it looks like it, doesn't it? It looks like a three-five-two. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, when you've got Julian Duffy and, and Ayer there in the, in the, the heart of the defence, and you've got Frimpong and Laxall either side. So, you know, it's interesting. The most interesting I see there is that Griffiths and Edward are on the bench. Yeah. Um, you said, David, that maybe he's got one eye on our game on Sunday, but. I both eyes, I, yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're right. So I, I better go and uh, put my feet up and make sure I'm recovered for this game <laughs> yeah. Sunday. Yeah, yeah. You're socially distanced. You're taking it easy. Although you're doing well in the commentary here for us, uh, watching it on BT Sport. Um, David, what do you make of that Celtic lineup? We'll go back to Rangers in a second or two. But uh, yeah, many changes. I mean, Sorrow just hasn't been seen. The midfield ha- hasn't had a chance. Yeah. And, and I don't know how you can turn to Clamalla now. I mean, Clamalla yeah. couldn't get a game. Mm. Uh, against Ferns Varis when Celtic played without a striker right they played Ryan Christie as a striker ahead of Clamalla yeah. and Neil Lennon had been talking Clamalla up so much in pre-season um, what a good season he was going to have and I, I don't know how you turn to the boy now because clearly he's not in the picture at all it'll be a tough task for him as well because obviously Lille are a top, top team um, and you make a couple of ch- um, a few changes like that then does it disrupt the team but as Rangers have showed it hasn't so hopefully Celtic will be looking for that same aspect This was Neil Lennon speaking about uh, the team not the team the squad ahead of tonight The atmosphere is good today I think the players are looking forward to the game uh, we all want the same thing you know we want success and we want the team playing the, the sort of vibrant football that we, we know they can but we aren't unaware that results have to be better and certainly performances have to be better as well the players are aware of that we want them to go out and express themselves a lot more than they probably have done in the domestic games. But you look at them in Milan, you know, for the first 20, 25 minutes, they were breathtaking. So it's not as if they can't duplicate that sort of performance over and over again. What do you reckon tonight, Chris, for Celtic against Lille? Yeah, well, having watched them against Milan, uh, it looked as if they were going to get something from the game. They were terrific. Neil Lennon speaks about them playing stages in the game. 
Uh, you're right, Davy. I think and he, he most importantly want to keep that back door shut. While yeah. we see, you know, similar to the Milan game, I don't think so. I think it will be a different sort of game, especially with the personnel coming in. It will be difficult. Don't get me wrong. It will be difficult. But I think just staying in the game as long as you can and being positive, um, even if it's a one 0 defeat or a zero zero. But I'm going to be positive, as I said. You know, us is as yep. when I say us, I mean Scotland. Yep. You know, we want Celtic and Rangers to do well. So. I'm going to be optimistic and go for um, a 0-0. Okay. Well, they would take that. Davey, what do you think tonight? Well, it, it's clearly a weakened Celtic side. Yeah. And, and Lille, if Lille play at a full-strength side, it's going to be a difficult night for Celtic. I think if Celtic got a clean sheet and a 0-0 draw, it's been a good night for them. Celtic have released a statement saying following the announcement of the proposed gathering at Celtic Park on Sunday, ahead of the game with Kilmarnock, they're basically saying we understand the concerns of the fans, but clearly we do not believe staging an event of this kind is in the best interests of supporters, the team or the club in general, particularly just prior to the match. That's breaking news coming out from uh, Celtic. Uh, Chris, you'll be there very much. I know you're be hoping uh, to be fit for Sunday. Yes, hopefully yep. I'll be fit. Um, just trained partially with the group today, so We'll see what happens. Um, if I'll react well tomorrow, I'll not. But hopefully, I'll be back. I've only missed so far one game. But that's what happens when you get a little bit older. Um, is, is it good to get onto a grass pitch? And I'm not being overcritical of Kilmarnock's pitch. Do you look forward to some away games to go onto a good surface? Yeah, I definitely. You know, there's nothing better than playing in grass. Nobody can say that playing on AstroTurf's better than playing on grass. What I will say is that having played on AstroTurf for so long, I am so used to. You know, the ball bounces differently. Your touch has to be different. When you take your touch, it might go away from you a little bit quicker than it does in grass, um, the way you shoot. So everything changes. So when you become, you know, you realise... What, what do you wear? Forgive my ignorance here. What do you wear in terms of studs? Just moulds. Rubbers? Just moulds, always moulds. That's the thing, you know. I hardly wear my, my studs. So anytime. I go to wear studs they've not been used in a long time and when I put them on they feel so strange um, but no Celtic well I don't know if it's in good nick now but uh, but yeah, you always love playing in grass don't you Dave there's nothing Absolutely. nothing nothing can beat that so I, yep I never knew anything else no so. yeah I know <laughs> we, we trained in AstroTurf but it was a layer of concrete underneath it it was murder oh, out at the east end that one up in Helenville ah Helenville yeah oh it was shocking there's one thing now that the AstroTuffs are getting better and yeah, better yeah, yeah. they are getting better and better and there's a, there is that probably the only way that clubs can survive you know um, they can use it I know Commandant use it as for their academy as well so that again takes off you know money for the club um, and they can use it for other reasons as well if they want to, to lend it out or whatever Well Chris you were the winner tonight for Alan who will be going to Mar Hall to that beautiful course that Davey knows so well but he's not <laughs> seeing it courtesy of the quiz tonight thanks very much Chris for Rangers in the second half then we've got a minute left one up at half time what's Stephen Gerrard saying? Just much of the same probably I still tell the group that it was a slow start um, maybe have a little little whisper to Zungu in the game I don't think he'll, he'll play the full 90 minutes but I can see them finishing strong I'm going to stick by what I said 3-0 um, and it looks as if it's going to be promising Chris Burke thanks very much Davey Proven what do you reckon second half Rangers 1-up Pausing I've just made a double substitution but I think Chris's uh, Chris's prediction looks right on the money tonight 3-0 
Davey, thanks for joining us. Chris, you'll come back too. Well, thank you. Come back and join us and uh, enjoy Sunday. Can we yes, say that? Sunday. Yeah, yes, of course. Yeah. I've, I've, I'm there, yes. Chris, I love the way you were saying there for the you know the two Glasgow teams, the Scottish teams. We want to get this coefficient up so that we can have two teams in the Champions League. Let's get back to you know the biggest tournament here, here. in world yep. football, certainly in European football. Okay, that's it from us. And tomorrow night, Barry Ferguson, Rob McLean and me, Paul Cooney here in the Go Radio studio with OPC Energy Limited. Thanks very much. Good luck to Celtic and to Rangers. Good night. The Go Radio Football Show. Let's go. Feel the heat of the game, the crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache and the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on heat pump servicing and breakdowns, renewable energy and more, visit opc-ltd.uk.